Hi, I'm Kendra Corman, the host of Imperfect Marketing. If you're a solopreneur, small business owner, or a marketer, you know marketing is far from a perfect science. And that's why this podcast is called Imperfect Marketing. Here you will hear from marketing experts and successful business owners about their marketing tips and, of course, their lessons learned along the way. Welcome back to another Imperfect Marketing Brief. Now, I mention my full focus planner all the time, and I feel like I need to add a hashtag for this not sponsored with it because I truly love it, use it all the time. It's not sponsored, and I don't get any affiliate commissions, although I have been thinking about trying to sign up for that. Anyway, unlike the ideal week that I mentioned in episode 53, I actually do fill out the goal pages. So it's that time of year right now, and hopefully you're ready to set some goals. I was just talking to someone, and she sets her goals on December 31st every year for her business, which is pretty cool. Anyway, I was recently meeting with a client, and they were starting their 2023 planning with me, and I asked them what their goals were for the year. They responded with a question that I get all of the time, and to be honest, it frustrates me a little bit. And they said, you mean my marketing goals? And my response was no. I mean the business or organization's goals. Your business goals should drive your marketing efforts. If your marketing isn't supporting your overall business goals, then what's the point, right? Think about it. What are your business goals for the coming year? You should have seven to 10 of them maximum, and that's business and personal. One of my personal goals is to have a date night with Byron, my husband, every week. Now, we don't have to go out for it, but we should both be home. We we can cook together. We could do laundry together. We can go through our ginormous pile of mail together that's sitting on the end of the counter. We could catch up on Mandalorians. Um, we haven't finished season two yet, just to give you an idea, but just doing something together that's not work and not us at work. I'm pretty confident that there's going to be weeks where our schedules are not going to match up. It happens. But if we don't make it a priority, it isn't going to happen at all. One of the ways I am making it happen is I'm scheduling it in my calendar. I have it blocked off and I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do. I'm scheduling my priorities in 2023, not prioritizing my schedule as I have for my whole life before this. I had a lot of head trash around this issue and I am working through it and prioritizing my priorities, not my schedule. So keep me honest if you can. But moving on, I want you to make sure that your goals are SMART goals. That means that they're specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based. One of my business goals is to reduce my non-revenue generating expenses by 15% by the end of Q1. These are expenses like office supplies, systems I've purchased over the past few years. I know I can do this because I have some duplicative systems and there are some less expensive alternatives that might be even better than the systems I currently have. For example, one system I have costs $99 a month and there's another system that costs $399 for the year. That's a big difference. This is probably going to take me at least two days of going through my expenses and figuring out where I have opportunities. I will tell you and do a little plug, affiliate uh, plug here. I did learn how to do this with Jamie Troll and her financial fitness formula back in 2021. So if you're looking to do this for your business, I'll have a link to some things that she has coming up here in early 22 um, in the show notes for you. 
Now, I have to go over these expenses every other every year, not every other year, every year. Otherwise, my shiny object syndrome gets away from me. Basically, I love systems and tools and organization things, and sometimes I can get carried away. Sometimes they're good investments and other times not so much. Another goal is to have 200 students complete my online courses by the end of 2023. This is a big one. I just launched my courses in 2022. I had a great time with my students and I can't wait to grow this side of my business. I love helping people. I love teaching people. Just helping people do better marketing on their own is something that I've always felt passionate about and love doing. Another goal of mine is to increase my email engagement by 10% by the end of Q2 2023. I love email marketing and I'm working hard to create story-based emails with examples and resources that my email list will love. That's what's important. Now, of course, there are other key performance indicators that I'm going to track to make sure I'm headed in the right way to tackling these goals. But these are important for me to achieve or try to achieve because some of them are stretches for me and not easily achievable. But others are going to take some work and focus, and I know I can do it. I also have a goal for my podcast, and that's to increase my downloads. I'm stepping up the content for 2023 for you all, and I hope to see more useful and interesting content coming down the pike for you. Now, as I'm sitting here recording this, I'm writing down my goals and looking forward to seeing what I can do next year in 2023. What are you going to achieve? How are you going to get there? I'd love to hear what you're planning to accomplish. Drop me a note at support at KendraCorman.com. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Imperfect Marketing. Be sure to subscribe and visit KendraCorman.com slash Imperfect Marketing to view the show notes of all my podcast episodes. See you next week. Same time, same place.